What's up, guys? Welcome to the Humans of MarTech podcast. His name is John Taylor. My name is Phil Gamash. Our mission is to future-proof the humans behind the tech so you can have a successful and happy career in marketing. What's up, folks? This is part two of our deep dive into AI impacts on marketing jobs and the MarTech landscape, if you will. In our last episode, JT and I introduced you to the topic and covered how fast AI could change and potentially replace marketing jobs and what that transition might look like. Um, Ultimately, you know, if uh, you don't feel like sitting through an hour plus long conversation about it, uh, we totally get it. But if you're kind of geeking out about uh, the changes here, like, like we are. Definitely check it out. But some of the main takeaways were just like, it's it's not like our jobs are going to vanish overnight, but the shift is happening faster than many of us realize. AI is no longer just this like loosely backed buzzword. It's doing things today that we used to think were impossible. So the premise was like, as marketers, we've got to take this tech seriously. So we're doing another three episodes on this AI series. Next up, today's episode is kind of staying informed and keeping up with the changes and how to do that. The next episode, the third one, is going to be practical ways marketers can adapt for this AI-driven economy, what changes you can make in your job, new potential areas to kind of like play around with. And then finally, uh, what everyone's probably waiting for is finding some of the top AI marketing tools and filtering out the noise and just really getting your hands dirty and, and playing around with it. So today's episode, the outline, um, some of the topics that we're going to cover are just staying informed and who to follow, courses to check out as well, as well as in-person events and networking ideas, exploring new sources of income, and then potentially finding ways of experimenting and and playing and some of the non-AI skills that um, you could probably double down on. So here's today's main takeaway. The impact of artificial general intelligence on the job market is difficult to predict in five years, let alone 10. The only way to future-proof your career and position yourself to thrive in an increasingly AI-driven economy is by staying informed and developing new skills. We're going to double down on some of these in today's episode. So... If you're wondering why you haven't heard JT's voice for for this episode, it is the first ever solo episode that that I'm doing. Uh, We were supposed to record part one and part two of our AI dive uh, back to back, but (laughs) it ended up being super long conversation for our first one. So I let JT go outside, uh, get some sun. Um, This one's really just like a recap of all the different people and blogs and newsletters and podcasts that like I've subscribed to and have been diving down and deep into for the last two months to just get caught up and and stay informed uh, with like how fast shit is changing right now. Um, But like one thing that uh, we wanted to start off with was like commentary around like shiny object syndrome versus being an early adopter. As a marketer, a lot of people just say like, ah, AI is like just gimmicky. Like it's been around forever. Like it's just another shiny object like before that it was the metaverse before that it was nfts like before that it was like tiktok like it's just like another thing but you know it's it's our job as marketers to stay modern it's true of any job really but for marketers like it's especially next level we self-propel change and create our own reasons to change things up sometimes and we suffer a bit from this idea of herd mentality as well um, we probably tend to rush to new trends and, and and choose saturation instead of consideration a bit too often but 
we don't think the value of being an early adopter is being the first to, to or like part of the first few to, to play around with stuff. Like right now we're recording this in, in mid-April and I think I saw this on, on Twitter, like 98% of people aren't like learning about AI or are playing with AI tools right now. So, you know, it's, it's not like too late at all right now. Like we're definitely in that early adopter camp, even though you do see everyone talk about ChatGPT on, on Twitter and LinkedIn. But like, instead of just being first, rather like the value of being an early adopter is giving yourself time to immerse yourself and begin to master the topic and to learn a topic. You can't just like read five blog episodes and consider it mastered. Uh, We firmly believe that you need to get hands-on experience and we're going to have a full episode on tools. Uh, But, you know, for, for this one, uh, we're going to talk about how to learn about AI and get caught up and stay caught up with the ever-changing landscape yeah, shiny object syndrome, you know, try to make a buck, dispose of poor performers, invest in top performers, easily distracted by the next object. And it's all like surface level analysis, early adopters, thoughtful approach to seeing new technology as part of a wider trend. And you're building your own playbook or a private process for learning and evaluating that new technology and deciding whether it's something that you're interested in or or you see the importance of, of doubling down into. So that being said, how marketers can stay informed and become AI fluent. That's really the main premise of this episode here. And staying up to date on the latest developments around AI is one of the top things that you can do as a marketer for sure. Understanding capabilities as they are released and even pre-released. A lot of these tools have wait lists that you have to sign up for. So this allows you to get a leg up on others, obviously, but that's not what we talked about is is the main value of of being an early adopter. It's seeing the potential impact on your company, your current job, but also the MarTech industry, marketing, or even job market as a whole, right? So our goals would be to understand how AI works, what its potential and limitations are, and most marketers don't have a great grasp on this at all today. Um, you know, this idea of like investing and in learning about AI, ML, and deep learning at in related technologies, um, it's not top of mind for everyone. And it's not something that you need to like go back to school in or, or spend the next like year like trying to become a data scientist. But ultimately, the goal is trying to arm yourself with knowledge to position yourself as a marketing expert leveraging AI tools to drive revenue. So I think you um, are very, uh, I mean, listeners are are very similar to this approach to to learn, right? Like follow really smart people in the space and and learn from them and then jump in and experiment and and get hands-on experience. That's that's the 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 approach that I've taken for diving into AI, um, at least for our four part episode here. Um, but yeah, JT uh, likes to think that my research process is is fire. But um, here are some of the the people that I'm learning from today, and blogs to to follow. Obviously, there's way smarter people out there that are tracking this stuff than us. Um, I try to like recap and inform my favorite uh, folks that. Um, are, are, are people to, to follow, people to like um, listen and read their, their commentary. And so 
on our website, humansmartech.com. We'll have links to all of their Twitter accounts as well as their newsletter, their newsletter, their newsletters or their podcasts uh, in in the show notes. So um, yeah, I won't be calling out like uh, links for any other sites or anything like that. You'll be able to see that on on the landing page. But yeah, I wanted to take a bit of time to like um, give an overview of who these people are and, and why I'm kind of including them on on my list of uh, favorite folks to to follow in AI. Not all of these folks are like marketing specific or applying the AI stuff to marketing because um, I think it's valuable to just have like the AI focused uh, folks, like people that are deep in the tech and are data scientists, but also journalists, people that have been following the space for many years, also uh, venture capitalists and investors that are very close to the tech as well. So um, let's let's dive into this list. First up is Ed Gill. He's an awesome follow on Twitter. He's an investor and advisor in some of the most well-known tech companies. Like the list is really long here. Airbnb, Coinbase, Instacart, Opendoor, Pinterest, Square, Stripe, many others. He worked at Google and Twitter after his company Mixer Lab was acquired. And aside from AI, he's highly in touch with everything tech and startups. And he doesn't post super often, but he has a really solid blog. And he's the co-host of No Priors, a podcast that features long-form chats with some of the leading engineers and researchers and founders in AI. So definitely one of the top experts in AI to, to follow. I've got links to his Twitter and his blog. Um, and I also have his podcast co-host on No Priors a bit later in the list. Number two is Ben Tussle. He's the founder and CEO of MakerPad. You may have heard of them. They're one of the top sites to learn and work on no-code tools. We actually took a deep dive into that when uh, JT and I did our no-code tool episodes uh, last year. He currently works at Zapier, focusing on AI after Zapier acquired MakerPad last year. Before that, he led community at Product Hunt and then later AngelList when they were acquired by Product Hunt. And he runs one of the most popular AI newsletters. Uh, it's called Ben's Bytes. It's easily been my favorite daily way to stay up to date with the latest AI happenings, but he's, he's also got a great uh, Twitter feed to follow as well. Number three is Sarah Guo. She's a startup investor and the founder of Conviction, an early stage VC firm specialized in AI startups. She made waves in San Francisco during her time at Greylock, a top VC firm in the Valley, where she became their youngest general partner. She's the other co-host of the No Priors podcast alongside Ed Gill, who is first on my list. She actually has a very extensive network of folks and her close association with Andrew Ng, the co-founder and leader of Google Brain, he actually persuaded her that a deep learning revolution was coming, and, and that's why she kind of jumped into AI. So um, yeah, she's got awesome thoughts on, on her podcast. Uh, check out No Priors as uh, probably one of the top AI podcasts uh, to follow right now. Next up is Natasha Mascarenas. She's a senior tech reporter at TechCrunch. She covers startups and AI and is the co-host of another podcast called The Equity Podcast. She wrote a super interesting article uh, that summarized the discussions that took place during the Cerebral Valley Summit earlier this month. That's actually how I, I discovered her. Um, her Twitter feed is full of great insights, and she's definitely someone to to keep on your list of folks that is really good at staying up with like uh, recent tech. 
Next up is Ben Parr. He's a seasoned tech industry analyst. He's a journalist, author, investor, founder, operator, plays in a bunch of different places, but he's known for being the editor at Mashable and a journalist at CNET. He's also the co-founder of Octon AI. Uh, they're developing AI products for e-commerce, but his long-term column, The Social Analyst, covers the intersection of tech, particularly AI, and its effect on society. Um, he's highly entertaining on Twitter also. He doesn't shy away from uh, pretty uh, pr like hot takes and, and predictions. Like recently when he pleaded that people stop saying GPT-4 can't replace their jobs, he says, yes, it can. It's only a matter of time. So obviously on the AI enthusiast uh, side of uh, folks to follow here, but um, yeah, big fan of his uh, Substack. Um, I'll link to that in the, in the show notes as well. Next up is Sean Wang. He's better known as SWYX on Twitter. Swix. Actually, no idea how to how to pronounce that, but um he's he's amazing on, on Twitter. Like he's really on top of a lot of the new releases uh with AI. And he's got a really solid commentary in his newsletter, Latin Space, uh, or yeah, Latin Latin Space offers a fascinating, thought-provoking perspective on uh, generative AI as well as capitalism. Uh, but yeah, definitely worth the follow. He's a bit more kind of dev-centric, uh, definitely a, a developer. Um, but yeah, someone who is on top of a, a lot of the changes. Uh, we're about halfway through here. Um, some really interesting folks still uh, kind of coming up. But uh, Melanie Mitchell is the author and professor at Santa Fe Institute, and she works in the fields of AI, cognitive science, and complex systems. She's a bit different from others on the list uh, that I've chatted about already, but she's actually way closer to the science and is a lot more down to earth when it comes to the fear mongering and, and the doomer arguments around AI. Her newsletter, AI, A Guide for Thinking Humans, covers AI developments, and she gives commentary and popular uh, commentary on popular headlines. Um, in her article, Thoughts on a Crazy Week in the AI, she argues that to address concerns and potential risks, there's a need for better AI literacy, transparency, and independent evaluation. So definitely someone to follow to kind of balance out um, the AI enthusiast. Like, she's definitely not a skeptic, like she works in, in the space, but she's got the PhD background and, and really closer to the science, but is also an amazing writer. Um, so yeah, her substack is really solid as well. We've got... Four more folks. Uh, next up is Dan Shipper. He's the CEO and founder of Every, a newsletter on business, AI, and personal development. Uh, I've been a big fan of that newsletter since I signed up for it two months ago. Uh, the publication is widely read by almost 100,000 founders and operators as well as investors. He's got a couple banger articles, uh, but even better AI commentary on Twitter as well. His Twitter feed is really solid. Um, he recently wrote a fantastic article explaining how AI models like GPT-4 are more focused on reasoning capabilities than they are knowledge databases. Like everyone is using GPT-4 as like the next search engine, but it's not meant to be used as that. It's a generative text tool. And he argues that it's more uh, focused on reasoning capabilities. So really good article. Um, I'll link to that as well. That's Dan Shipper. Next up is Brittany Muller. We uh, dropped her name in the first uh, episode uh, on AI, but I discovered Brittany during one of her talks on the stage at MozCon in Seattle when she was a senior SEO scientist at Moz. 
At the time, she was already doing amazing work at the intersection of SEO, ML, and data science. Since then, she's gone on to work at Hugging Face, one of the biggest AI builder communities, but she's currently building Data Science 101, a fun and accessible data science resource. Uh, but her Twitter feed is filled with pragmatic insights on NLP and ML with a bunch of marketing applications. Like she worked at Moz and she was working on SEO. So she's really got a nice lens on that intersection between AI data science and marketing. So um, definitely one of my favorite follows and someone I, I kept tabs on uh, even before my my deep dive in, in AI. Uh, another marketer who I followed for a long time who's been pumping out a lot of stuff about AI and is really on 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 the cutting edge, if you will. His name is Kieran Flanagan. You probably know him. Um, I followed him for several years. He's the former VP at HubSpot, and he's now currently CMO at Zapier. Um, aside from his Twitter feed, he runs a new podcast called Marketing Against the Grain with the current uh, CMO at HubSpot. And um, they've been on a binge uh, on AI topics for the past few months now. They had a really good episode after like AI week or, or AI day uh, back towards the end of March where they cover like the the plugins that OpenAI announced and like everything you can do with Zapier there. So he's worth highlighting here because he has a really good lens about how we can translate AI advancements and apply them to marketing. So Kieran Flanagan. And then last but not least, uh, Rachel Woods. She's a founder and former research data scientist at Facebook. She worked to bring cutting edge ML and AI to life in Instagram's ad products. If you've run ads on Instagram and Facebook, you've probably seen some of the things that she and her team have shipped. But she spends most of her time these days decoding what's happening in AI with her awesome newsletter called The AI Exchange. It'll not only kind of keep you up to date with the latest headlines in AI, but it also provides you practical discussions and, and trends to help you use AI. So she's more active on TikTok, actually, if, if, if that's your thing. Uh, but she still pumps out stuff on LinkedIn as well as Twitter. But Okay, damn, that was a, a lot of people. Let me know who I've missed. Like if you're listening to this and you got this far, clearly you're following other people and um, you know you probably got some folks that I missed on this list. So um, hit me up, would love to, to hear who I'm missing here. But aside from people to follow and, and learn from and newsletters to read, there are a list of interesting AI courses that you could check out. So I got six here, actually, but I didn't spend a ton of time uh, researching this. The first one on my list is AI in digital marketing. So this is a mygreatlearning.com uh, academy resource. Um, so the course is specific to digital marketing. Uh, I think this one's on my list of uh, ones to check out. Um, this one takes a bit more effort uh, at getting a diploma in machine learning, but uh, uniathena.com has an LMS portion, and um, this one might be uh, one to check out as well. There's also an intro to artificial intelligence on Udacity. Uh, so this is, uh, I'm pretty sure, a free course. I think most of these are are free. I can't I can't remember, actually. Um, the fourth one is AI for social good. So um, this one is put on by Google. Uh, this is another free course as well. Uh, check out classcentral.com. They actually have like over 2,500 different courses on there. And you can search for AI-specific ones. But uh, one of the ones that I think I'm actually going to check out if I really want to go down uh, this route is um, 
Cornell University has a marketing AI certificate program. Um, this one isn't uh, a free one uh, like some of the other ones, but uh, yeah, it's like marketing AI specific. So I, I tried to like pull out some of the ones and I'll, I'll have links to, to all of these if you want to check them out, but that are, you know, trying to be as specific to marketing applications as much as possible. But all right, so you know, lots of reading and folks to keep you uh, informed. What else can you be doing? So networking and collaborating with folks is a really interesting angle to this. Like, how do you learn it and keep up with stuff? There's millions of people who work remotely now, and obviously, during COVID, in-person events took a huge hit, but they could become more important than ever. Um, in-person events. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peep Laya, he's the CEO of Winter and the founder of uh, CXL. Um, if you're a marketer and you're on Twitter, you probably follow him already. But he said it best, the level of noise coming is massive. Human connection and real relationships are going to go up in value, attend more in-person events. So that's kind of his plea there. Um, he said this on Twitter recently. Um, I actually don't even remember the last time I attended an in-person marketing event, you know, just being a remote worker uh, in my office in, in Ottawa, Canada. But, you know, I definitely planning on checking out meetup.com, one of the sites to find local events in your city. But like chat with folks, um, you know, try to do some in-person meetups, uh, get a list of conferences to check out. Um, there's four interesting, interesting ones that would be on my radar if I wasn't about to go on a bit of paternity leave. As I mentioned in episode one, expecting my firstborn uh, baby in uh, you know, probably a matter of days now uh, happening at, at any point. Um, so one of the conferences uh, to check out is AI4. The website is AI4.io. They're uh, in Vegas in August. There's the Collision Conference in Toronto in June, if you don't want to leave Canada. There's the AI Summit that's taking place in London in June. And I also had uh, the Data AI Summit that's put on by Databricks. Um, this, the North American chapter of this one is in San Francisco in June. So the angle here, I would say, is, you know, if you don't have a ton of stuff that's happening locally in your city, like if you're in Ottawa, like me, there's probably not as much shit happening as, you know, there would be if I was in Toronto or, or Vegas or, or San Fran, obviously. Um, but if you work for a company that has a budget for events, like chances are you haven't used it that much. You probably have a personal learning uh, budget. So, you know, chat with your bro- your boss to increase that budget or use some of it to uh, give you uh, like a bit of time to check out some of these uh, AI conferences and, and sign up for like the marketing tracks of them. And I think a lot of companies are interested to let their marketers go and, and learn about the applications here. Like there are a lot of cost savings. So use that angle to, to kind of like uh, selfishly learn, but also like bring some of those insights back to your company as well. The other one that we had was exploring entrepreneurship. So obviously a great way to learn by like, you know, throwing your hat into the ring and strapping on a jetpack, as Corey Haynes likes to put it, uh, the entrepreneurship angle is definitely a bit riskier when you're, you know, building a startup on top of GPT, because the risk is that GPT might eventually replace you. Like there's a lot of YC companies that are AI specific that were like tools to help you chat with like docs or chat with like all of your company documents. Like all of those are probably going to get replaced when 
Um, the plugin side of GPT finally gets released as of recording right now. They, they haven't given out uh, API access yet. I am on that wait list. Uh, some of you might be as well. Um, but yeah, finding additional sources of income is, is a great option if you're feeling uncertain about the future. And it is one of the best ways to learn. Another route is just like side hustles or, or starting to freelance. Uh, diversifying your income is something you should always be thinking about if you know you're worried, especially in this age of layoffs we're, we're seeing these days. So like take on side projects, uh, invest in real estate maybe is like a, a good way to to do something with your money. Think about passive income. Um, maybe even consider mentoring. This is something I've actually been diving into over the last couple of months. Uh, I signed up for growthmentor.com as a mentor and uh, basically like a marketplace of mentees that pay to get access to free conversations with mentors. After you had 10 reviews as a mentor, you can start charging, but I'm planning on just like keeping that free. I do one one or two per week uh, off hours uh, on top of my, my full-time gig right now. And it's been super interesting, just like learning from folks that are founders or learning from other marketers that are looking for help. And you could easily like pick out folks that are trying to do stuff with AI. And um, I've actually started advising some of them on uh, low level uh, investment type uh, part-time stuff. Um, so it's a lot you could do that's like outside of just your your current job and, and maybe if you're, you're freelancing already. But yeah, there's like two other buckets of thing and I'll just cover them super quickly because we're going to have a, a full episode uh, covering some of these. So the first one is there are non-AI skills that are uh, kind of required for you to kind of like jump in. So that's going to be the topic of our next episode. So part three is really like navigating through AI and like finding ways of adapting with your current career, your current skill set. Maybe you want to dive into different parts of marketing that um, maybe will be a bit more valuable when AI is a bit more prevalent in MarTech. But, you know, I, I think we should... Uh, Definitely um, cover and, and focus this because um, future-proofing yourself for AI, you need to become a strategist, someone who's really good at, like, um, we talked about AI not really matching humans for quite a bit of time on, like, the, the strategy side of things. But understanding the underlying tech, like that's going to be a whole area we'll look at, like potentially new job titles like marketing AI tech implementer or data and API services or getting a bit closer to product and customers. Um, but obviously technical skills, like if you spent the last like five years learning HTML and CSS or SQL, a lot of people are just like, you wasted your time. GPT is replacing all that. Like that's not true. Like GPT can do a lot of stuff faster than you could before. And especially enabling non-technical folks that didn't learn that, but understanding the underlying tech and, and becoming someone who can speak at a uh, level site with a lot of these things is going to be uh, super useful. So that's going to be our next episode. Like these different things that you could do to adapt your career, um, to continue to, to learn about AI. And then the final thing is going to be our, our fourth and last episode in the series. I say fourth and last, but like, uh, we keep like adding new shit to this as like new stuff comes out. Like auto GPT is like the biggest thing now. No one's talking about chat GPT. But experimenting and playing, I think we definitely need to focus on that. And that's why we have a full episode on there. Um, you know, I'll, I'll dive into how I use MidJourney, how we use ChatGPT, but also like a bunch of other really cool tools that are coming out. Uh, some have already been out for um, over a year now. But uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that you could be doing um, to to kind of like 
stay up to date with the latest advancements uh, in in AI for for marketing, uh, and and we'll be covering two of those uh, in in our follow up episodes. So, yeah, I'll, I'll bookend uh, this this one here. It was a bit weird talking to to myself here. Like I started off with my my camera on, I ended up turning that off because it was just weird. Um, not being able to have a, a conversation with uh, JT about this, but I'd love to hear from you guys. Like if there's um, uh, some of the folks that I mentioned here that you follow and you really like, uh, or there's people that you follow that that I haven't included on on my favorite list, I'd love to hear from you. But uh, yeah, you heard, you heard it here first, folks. The impact of uh, AI on the job market is difficult to predict in five years, let alone 10. And one of the best ways to future-proof your marketing career is to position yourself and uh, thrive in an AI-driven economy by staying informed and developing some of these new skills. And hopefully you are going to follow some of these folks that I mentioned here. Check out some of the courses, um, humansandmartech.com. That episode is going to have uh, a bunch of those links in there so um yeah thanks for listening this far if you got here and uh, yeah like i said part three next episode practical ways marketers can adapt uh to uh, ai in this ai driven economy and then finally part four finding the top ai marketing tools and, and filtering out the noise so uh we'll chat with you guys uh very soon thanks for listening